What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hello, New Vision podcast community. Missions Pastor Bob Landum here. I am looking forward to sharing what I consider, from a missional perspective at least, one of the top 10 passages of the New Testament. I'll be reading all of chapter 10. It's quite a bit, so buckle up. The context and the characters will be fairly obvious as we go. I'm reading from the New American Standard, beginning with verse 1, chapter 10. Now there was a man at Caesarea named Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian cohort, a devout man and one who feared God with all his household and gave many alms to the Jewish people and prayed to God continually. About the ninth hour of the day, he clearly saw in a vision an angel of God who had just come in and said to him, Cornelius, and fixing his gaze on him and being much alarmed, he said, What is it, Lord? And he said to him, Your prayers and alms have ascended as a memorial before God. Now dispatch some men to Joppa and send for a man named Simon, who is also called Peter. He is staying with a tanner named Simon, whose house is by the sea. And when the angel who was speaking to him had left, he summoned two of his servants and a devout soldier of those who were his personal attendants. And after he had explained everything to them, he sent them to Joppa. On the next day, as they were on their way and approaching the city, Peter went up on the housetop about the sixth hour to pray. But he became hungry and was desiring to eat. But while they were making preparations, he fell into a trance. And he saw the sky opened up and an object like a great sheet coming down, lowered by four corners to the ground. And there were in it all kinds of four-footed animals and crawling creatures of the earth and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, "'Get up, Peter, kill and eat.' But Peter said, By no means, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unholy and unclean. And again, a voice came to him a second time. What God has cleansed, no longer consider unholy. And this happened three times, and immediately the object was taken up into the sky. Now, while Peter was greatly perplexed in mind as to what the vision which he had seen might be, behold, the men who had been sent by Cornelius, having asked direction to Simon's house, appeared at the gate. And calling out, they were asking whether Simon, who is also called Peter, was staying there. And while Peter was reflecting on the vision, the Spirit said to him, Behold, Three men are looking for you, but get up, go downstairs, and accompany them without misgivings, for I have sent them myself. Peter went down to the men and said, Behold, I am the one you are looking for. What is the reason for which you have come? And they said, Cornelius, a centurion, a righteous and God-fearing man, well spoken of by the entire nation of the Jews, was divinely directed by a holy angel to send for you to come to his house and hear a message from you. So he invited them in and gave them lodging. And on the next day, he got up and went away with them, and some of the brethren from Joppa accompanied him. On the following day, he entered Caesarea. Now Cornelius was waiting for them and had called together his relatives and close friends. And when Peter entered, Cornelius met him and fell at his feet and worshipped him. But Peter raised him up, saying, Stand up, I too am just a man. 
As he talked with him, he entered and found many people assembled. And he said to them, you yourselves know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. And yet God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. And that is why I came without even raising any objection when I was sent for. So I asked for what reason you have sent for me. And Cornelius said, Four days ago, to this hour, I was praying in my house during the ninth hour, and behold, a man stood before me in shining garments and said, Cornelius, your prayer has been heard and your alms have been remembered before God. Therefore, send to Joppa and invite Simon, who is also called Peter, to come to you. He is staying at the house of Simon the Tanner by the sea. So I sent for you immediately, and you have been kind enough to come. Now then, we are all here present before God to hear all that you have been commanded by the Lord. Opening his mouth, Peter said, I most certainly understand now that God is not one to show partiality, but in every nation, the man who fears him and does what is right is welcome to him. The word which he sent to the sons of Israel, preaching peace through Jesus Christ, he is Lord of all. You yourselves know the thing which took place throughout all Judea, starting from Galilee. And after the baptism which John proclaimed, you know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. We are witnesses of all the things he did, both in the land of the Jews and in Jerusalem. They also put him to death by hanging him on a cross. But God raised him up on the third day and granted that he become visible, not to all the people, but to witnesses who were chosen beforehand by God, that is, to us who ate and drank with him, and he arose from the dead. And he ordered us to preach to the people and solemnly to testify that this is the one who has been appointed by God as judge of the living and the dead. Of him all the prophets bear witness that through his name everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins. And while Peter was still speaking these words, the Holy Spirit fell upon all those who were listening to the message. All the circumcised believers who came with Peter were amazed because the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles also. For they were hearing them speaking with tongues and exalting God. And then Peter answered, Surely no one can refuse the water for these to be baptized who have received the Holy Spirit just as we did, can he? And then finally, verse 48, And he ordered them to be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And then they asked him to stay on for a few days. You know, up to this point in the church, the first seven or ten years, depending on whose timeline you follow, Christianity had been, for the most part, a Jewish sect. Even Samaritans could at least claim some part in Judaism, whether Jews accepted them or not. But in Acts 10, the Lord sends Peter about 30 miles up the coast from Joppa to Caesarea to share the gospel with this Gentile military leader. It's Acts 2 all over again, but this time it's with a room full of Gentiles, total outsiders. It's a big, big deal. To recount what Peter said even before he said anything about Jesus, 
You yourselves know how unlawful it is for a man who is a Jew to associate with a foreigner or to visit him. And yet God has shown me that I should not call any man unholy or unclean. That from verse 28. Their salvation was such a massive paradigm shift, Peter was called on the carpet for it and had to go up to Jerusalem to explain it to the church leaders. You'll hear more about that uh, very soon. But for today, let's pray that the church, that's you and me, will rediscover our gospel mission comes first. You know, today's political and social climate, it often feels as divided as the days of Peter and Cornelius. We have slur names rather than surnames for those other people, those thems. Now, I'm not talking about excusing destructive lifestyles or attitudes. I'm not talking about ignoring sin. I'm talking about being willing to engage in conversation beyond flaming posts and broad brush accusations regarding the motives and associations of those people. This chapter... Acts chapter 10 establishes a pattern, a benchmark for missions that endures to this day. Christ followers, not just missionaries, all Christ followers cross cultural barriers that have absolutely no bearing in eternity in order to share the gospel, in order to grow disciple-making disciples. You see, the Spirit shows us through Peter's obedience the barriers we've created or held on to. Jew, Gentile, Tory, Whig, Black, White, North, South, Republican, Democrat, none of it matters compared to the surpassing greatness of knowing Christ and the power of his resurrection. And the degree to which it does matter to us, the degree to which we allow human constructs to create a barrier to our participation in gospel transformation, that's the degree to which God will use us for his kingdom today. And that's the place of prayer for us today. Would you please pray with me for our missionaries serving in those parts of the world with massive, legally binding, cultural, religious, and political divides far greater than those that we know. Missionaries serving in Israel, South Asia, Sudan, Eastern Ukraine, any border city, anywhere. You know, it's, it's hard to grow a church when neighbors aren't welcome. One day, our divisions and camps and slur names will seem as strange to the redeemed as these ancient divisions between Jew and Gentile. So back to our text. I think that if we could follow the lines of relationships and conversations through the centuries from this centurion's conversion in Acts 10 to today, most of us would find our salvation experience somewhere near the end of that line. It matters eternally to you and to me that Peter was willing to cross the barriers and the divides for the gospel of Christ. So let's pray together, even in the face of our differences, for God's blessings, for that line to continue through us, on to the next generation, across the street and around the world. Thanks again for listening. Don't miss what's coming next through the book of Acts. 
Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.